ops, and a little bit of paranoia. Welcome to the Iron Sysadmin Podcast. We has come back. I didn't destroy the mixer during the break. We're winning. Yay! <laughs> I only hit the wrong button when we came back. <laughs> Yay! There you still go. Get to I was instigating. One. I was instigating a little bit. That's there. a good one. That's a good one. It's it's, it's almost it's it's funny because you do that yay identically almost every single time you do it, and it sounds just like the soundbite. So <laughs> like, when I'm going back to edit, the only reason I know that it was you or the soundbite is which track it is in the audio. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway. This so, is part B, right? This is part B, B folks. Is you, for Bash. B is A for Bash. was for Ansible. A was for okay. So, folks, welcome back. If you didn't listen to part A, we talked all about what it is to be a sysadmin now versus you know what it might have been when Mark and I got into the uh, the industry. Or or it's just more general topic working in IT. Yeah, working in IT because we talked right. more, we talked sysadmin. more than just sysadmin. We right. talked about help desk. We talked but, about yeah. But we did talk a lot about sysadmin. We did. We did. Well, this is Iron Sysadmin. It makes sense that that's, that's the thing that we know, it's right? in the name. It's in, it's the, in name. the name right there. The oh, name. wait. I'm pointing the wrong way. Damn it. <laughs> it's right there. I did the same. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, right. You might want to go back and listen to that because this, this is the part of the show where we're going to talk endlessly about lots of random things, which may or may not be IT related, but they will all be nerdy. We- we might make fun of Zuckerberg. We might make fun of Zuckerberg. You should stick around for that. There's going to be metaverse stuff. We're going to rage against printers. <laughs> and that was that de- when Rage Against the Machine was playing. That's definitely the type of machine they were talking about. I have oh, no you doubt. You ruined my joke. I was going to use that when we talked about that. Article. You set me up. I did. I well, did. I did say it. I did say it. You tempted fate and you lost. Maybe the listeners will forget by the time we get there. We'll find out. Maybe. Are you calling our listeners short? short uh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying, saying it's going to be memories? a while before we get there. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> you're, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> uh, uh. All right, folks. So um, this is the part of the show where we have announcements. And the first thing we always like to do is talk about our awesome patrons. So um, Hooray! as you guys know, or maybe you don't know, but you will now, we took some time off because of some stuff. Uh, some family stuff. I'm not going to apologize for it, but we did take time off. I did expect us to lose some patrons, and we did. Uh, but that's okay. Whatever. You guys have been awesome. Some of them were long-term patrons. Some of them were short-term, and that's fine too. But uh, it is a slightly shorter list. But I'm going to list. I'm going to read it off anyway. Two is gone. You ruined it, man. You're ruining all my Shit. jokes tonight. I guess I'm there wasn't sorry. a joke there. That was that was the big reveal. Uh, anyway, name pending 197. Jeremy. Aranami, Andrew, Tatro, Bruce, Robert, David, Solemn, Linux is 666, Mark with a K, our good old friend, The Mentor, Mark with a C, Julius, Andy, J, Charles. It almost feels wrong. I can't, it's like I can't say the last one. That was how I always finished. We, we miss you too. We miss you. But thank you for your long oh, support. Oh, awesome. I mean, that dude, and maybe you'll, that person. Maybe you'll come back. They were they were a patron. God, like four years. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank That's you. That's spectacular. You don't need to be a patron anymore. You've given us plenty. Thank you. <laughs> Rest well, sweet Dude. patron. Yes. It is someone else's turn. Yep. And uh, as all oh, so uh, I did want to mention because I mentioned it the first part of the show. I'm going to mention the second part of the show uh, because of the life events that I talked about. Uh, one of which was that my mother-in-law, who was fighting cancer, passed away. And in light of that, I shouldn't say light. Light seems like the wrong thing to say. As a result of I, that... Context. Yeah. You, in light of that is appropriate. Yes. I and, would I and, would like to take the Patreon money that the show earns for the next, well, this next six months from July, because I'd made this decision in July, uh, which would be from July till December, and we're going to donate it to the American Cancer Society. Now, if you do not want your Patreon money, 
to go to the American Cancer Society. If you'd rather give that to the American Cancer Society yourself or some other uh, a charity and you don't want your money to go there, just let me know. Say, I give you five bucks a month. I don't want it to go there. I will, with, I will not include yours in that pot. Uh, just let me know, right? Because I don't want you guys to feel like you have to stop being patrons of the show just because you don't agree where the money's going to go. So just reach out to me if there's, for some reason, you don't want your money to go there. Um, no judgment, right? This is a cause that I'm trying to support. Uh, I, th I thought this would be a good way to do it, but I understand that not everybody's going to agree on that. And if you don't agree, just tell me. Right. And I didn't say this in part A, but I lost both my mom and my mother-in-law to cancer. So to me, this is a worthy use of the next six months. So right. I'm on board. So uh, I'll, I'll probably, I'm not going to make a bit as big a deal out of that every show, but I'll probably add a little disclaimer into the show notes so that, and I'll probably That's mention probably it in the show, so that if anybody has that question, it'll be in the show notes. You know, how do I not document to the American Cancer Society? Just that's it. You reach out to me. All right. Um, let's see. The next thing, uh, as always, if you want an Iron Sysadmin t-shirt, you should go to Teespring. There's a link in the description of the, uh, or in the show notes here. And the other thing is something that we, Mark and I literally talked about today, and maybe I shouldn't talk about it yet because it's so brand new, but I, I we think... We don't talk about Bruno. I feel like Mark no, bought no, in no. enthusiastically we enough that this is a thing Bruno. we're going to try what? to do. It All right? It was our wedding day. It was our... Was it Not a cloud in the sky. Right. Okay. <laughs> no cloud at all in the... Bruno walked in with a mischievous grin. Thunder! You're telling this story or am I? All right. Oh, anyway. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, uh, I had this idea for... <coughs> excuse me. For a... I've always wanted this show to have more how-to style content, but I've never figured out how we could do that on the main show because the main show, of course, also is intended to be released audio only. So right. other than like reading command lines out as we're doing these things, it's like, I, I don't, I don't see how we, we could have done it. Well, I've decided that the way to do that is to simply have a little bit of a spinoff show. So some of you who are long, long time listeners, or at least have subscribed to the YouTube channel might remember that I tried doing these little short form things a while back. I was calling them Iron Sysadmin snippets. They were mainly like ideas that I had or like things that I wanted to get out there. Um, and then I just kind of stopped. I'm going to reuse that concept, the snippets name, Iron Sysadmin snippets. And I think what we want to do is we're going to do either live streams or maybe we'll do them recorded where Mark and I just, well, and Jason, I suppose, there's no reason he's not included in this, uh, the hosts and I will get together and show you how to do a thing, right? And these will be short things. Like, you know, maybe we'll start with real simple basics. Like, how do I add a user on the command line? Whatever, right? And uh, we're going to release those as Iron Sysadmin snippets on the YouTube channel only. They won't come out as audio because I, I just can't figure out how we would do them audio. So, um... If you think that sounds like a really cool idea, let me know. If you have some ideas about what we should cover, let me know. Uh, Mark has talked about his C-Group stuff. Maybe that'll be like a long-form version of one of those some days. I don't know. Um, but Maybe. We're going to work out the logistics on that. We're going to work out how and when and who should do it and how should we use two hosts or all three of us or uh, what topics do we want to talk about. And then, you know, we'll circle back on this and we'll talk about when you can start watching these things, right? So uh, just something to look forward to. If you think it's a terrible idea, let me know. <laughs> but I think it'll be fun. And Mark thinks it'll be fun. So it's, it's obviously going to we'll be fun. We'll make it fun, dang it. We will make, we will it, make fun. it fun. We'll make bash scripts that sing songs or something. Yeah. Like, we don't talk about... We don't talk about Puppet, maybe? We don't, we don't talk, talk about, about puppet. puppet. No, no. We don't talk about Puppet. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to stop. And I think that's it Which for the is... announcements. Is that all the announcements? Nice. That's all the announcements. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll, that'll do. do. That'll do. All right. Um, this is where we do a name chat. Yeah, this is where we do chat. Let's chat. I finally mm -hmm. had COVID. 
I'm sorry to hear that. I can't I can't believe it took this long, to be honest. I don't know if I did something really right or really wrong. Or maybe I had it and didn't know. I don't know. But uh, just last week. I So I think, uh, uh, so unlike most of Facebook, I'm not a an epidemiologist or whatever the <laughs> right name is for people who study infectious disease. But, but dude, my neighbor is I, and their neighbor is and everybody else on the block is. Why aren't you? <laughs> but if I, I if I had if I had to guess, I would say it's probably a mixture of as the virus mutates and survives, it's going to become more contagious. Those yeah. are the strains that will survive because the virus doesn't actually it doesn't actually want to kill you. All it wants to do is reproduce. Yeah. And a vir a virus that kills its host too efficiently. Yeah. Doesn't get to reproduce. Yeah. Right? Well, I, I saw a thing not, not long ago. That said exactly that. It was generally what we see as a virus mutates and continues on. It does exactly what you just described. It becomes less deadly and more contagious. It, it usually doesn't do both. Right? right now, the first strain of COVID was both very contagious and very deadly. Which seemed right. to be the thing that nobody was quite grasping at the time. But I don't really want to go down oh. that road. <laughs> no. I... I Enough people did not grasp that that the two weeks to flatten the curve never happened because not enough people took it seriously. But yes, but I think so. The second part of it is we are pandemic weary as a people. Yeah. So people, I think, are just being less careful. So even if you're being as careful as you've been for two years, there's enough other people that you in your circles that aren't being careful. I'm not going to That gonna probably lie. didn't I, help either. I went I went back to my normal level of careful, which is probably more careful than most people, because right, I, but, it's it's just how I how I live. I, I wash my hands right, frequently. And, I don't I don't put my hands in my mouth after I've picked up things at the grocery store. You know that sort of thing. I'd like the my normal level of careful of of not trying to get myself infected with the flu or anything else that's going yeah. around. And, oh, I, I, um, I did that probably a year ago at this point. <laughs> I wore a mask for the first time today because I had to because I took my son to the doctor for yep. these things on his face. Yep. But I'm trying to remember the last time I, I wore a mask prior to that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, last, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before was the first time I'd been back to church since before the pandemic. So did I pick it up mm -hmm. there? Um, Maybe. I don't know. Did I just like pick it up grocery shopping the day before? Maybe. Because it was like I, like Tuesday of last week. I started to feel sick. I took a test Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Well, and it was positive. So. Well, I'm glad you did okay. I think, you know, I think people who've been, you know, vaccinated properly and stuff like that. Yeah. The whole point of that is for a better outcome. And clearly, in your case, that helped. I'm going to assume it helped. Oh yeah, my it, my dad, my dad and stepmom, who are in their seventies, who have been scared of getting COVID, they actually came down with it again. I don't know how, but for them, it's basically like stuff, you know, like a cold. Because again, they've been staying on top of all the vaccinations and stuff. And prior yeah. to prior to those being available, my dad was like, "Yeah, I have a feeling if I get COVID, it's going to kill me," because he's got a lot of health challenges. Yeah, right. So, right. so. You know, so for me, I mean, it I'm, was I'm glad you're OK. It was basically it, it was like having the flu and not even a particularly bad flu. I've had worse flus, like much worse flus than what I had. Uh, I was knocked out for about a day. I couldn't work for a day. Um, and honestly, the day I went back to work, I probably could have made a case for not going back to work. But I did anyway, because that's just the kind of person I am. I, come on, I work from home. It's so easy to, to not it's so easy to go to work even if you're not feeling great. And I got some When I had when I had the OG COVID, I didn't actually take any time off. And I'm not saying that to humble brag. Yeah. I feel like all it did was make me very tired towards the end of the day. But yeah. Jason tells me I remember he remembers our one on one and he's like, dude, you were just totally zoned out. <laughs> so maybe I was worse than I thought yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh I wasn't terrible. I, I had a fever. The fever spiked up to like 101, which is pretty high for me. I don't know that I've, I can't remember the last time I had a fever that high. Um, and it was like mild high for the whole thing. And now it's back to normal, of course. But uh, other than that, it was mainly just a head cold. And you can probably still hear it in me because for, for whatever reason, head colds take forever to finally go completely away from me. But uh, 
I don't I don't know if I still test positive today, but from what I've what I was reading, because a big deal for me was one of my no longer contagious, is that you could test positive for quite a long time and not be contagious anymore. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but I think, you know, people smarter than me say it's gonna be with us, you know, technically this 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 blew my mind. The the a lot of COVID's been compared to the Spanish flu, like from nineteen nineteen or whatever. Yep. Apparently, that epidemic never ever officially ended. It became endemic. Yeah, that's that what they crap say is still floating around. Yeah, like that's... the flu from a hundred years ago. A hundred years ago yeah. is still floating around. That specific from that outbreak. That, and they've been saying that since the first couple months of the pandemic, that this will eventually yeah. be endemic. It will not be conquered. It will not be gone. Yeah. It'll just become another strain of the, of, of, of the flu we have to deal with, or like another strain of the flu. We have to that, deal with. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. So anyway, I'm glad you, I'm glad you got it when you got it. Yeah. In the sense that on the lethality, on, yeah, on I mean, how the, lethal it's gotten I, I and how protected you are, you got it like, at the right time. I wasn't terribly scared at the beginning of it either, because generally I've got, I've, I've fared pretty well against even the worst of the nasty bugs that I've caught, but I also didn't want yeah. to get it, right? So I'm glad I didn't. I agree with you. I'm glad I didn't. I, um, I saw, I saw too many people who yeah. should have wrote it out who did not. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm not. I'm not I saying it. I wish I I'd gotten it to test my metal against it or something. I'm just saying that I wasn't. I wasn't metal! necessarily scared, but uh, I definitely didn't want it either. So, yeah. and anyway. now it's a done deal. Yeah. So now I've had. Speaking it. of viruses, you switched back to Windows 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys might remember uh, what is it? Six months ago now? Maybe it's almost a year ago. Something now. like. I bought a Alienware tower to replace my Lenovo desk or Lo- Lenovo laptop, and it came with Windows 11, and uh, it was okay. And I even said that at the beginning, it's okay. Remember we were joking about that? How how that yeah. was that was my best review of Windows 11. It's okay. <laughs> we made funny we made funny memes about it. We did. We're still we did. probably in the chat. We did. We made funny memes about Windows 11 being okay. Um, it's okay. I started getting these weird problems where, like, audio would, <laughs> like, what? I don't even know what what was said that has you so has you laughing so hard right now. I I I'm laughing about the. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Anyway. Was that in host chat or was that elsewhere? Now I gotta uh, find. It. I think it was in general. God, general's too freaking big. I took the Windows 11, (laughs) excuse me, the Windows 11 ad, and I just said, it's okay. (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm going to see if I can find it, but I'm not optimistic. I'm sure I have it somewhere. I'll have to find it and repost it. All right. Um, So you're having weird-ass audio problems? Yeah, and it was the weirdest thing, right? I don't remember it happening when I first got the machine, but maybe it did, um, because it was so hard to notice, but me being me, I noticed weird audio glitches, and I was, it was like... You ever watch a watch a video where like the time sync for the audio and the video like the audio gains a little bit too much and then it tries to correct and by correcting you get that little hiccup maybe mm, maybe you've maybe? never seen this happen but I've seen this happen where like you know I do a lot of I copy a lot of my DVDs to put them on my Plex this happens sometimes if you get the audio and video time codes out of sync where the audio and the video will be moving along at different paces and they'll they'll get out of sync and then it'll go bit and then the audio will be back to normal because it's trying to self-correct. I was getting that when like playing Spotify. It would it'd be like Oh, that's not good. It'd be like, okay, everything's cool, and then it would go bit. Or I'd be watching a yeah, YouTube video good. and the YouTube the audio and the video would slowly get out of sync, and then I have to pause it and restart it, and then it would go back to normal again. I can't explain what it was. I tried reinstalling audio drivers. I tried removing software I didn't need. I tried looking for weird services that were running. I tried checking performance. Like, all the usual things you would look for when things are out of whack. I could not find a single thing wrong. I went back to Windows 10 and the problem's gone. (laughs) Now, could I have reinstalled Windows 11 and the problem went away? I don't know. But this is what I did. Because I, to be honest, I didn't love the Windows 11 UI. 
Uh, Windows 10 UI is just, I like it better. So it, that's the main reason I went back. But the fact that the audio problem is fixed uh, is a bonus. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I, when I, um, when I have queried my computer, because it's got the little utility, it tells me that my computer is incapable of running Windows 11. Or it did at one point. Yeah. Oh, like, so the, like the day after I switched back, it's like, hey, you can run Windows 11. Do you want to upgrade? No. <laughs> Here it is. Windows 11. It isn't so bad. Oh, you found it. Awesome. <laughs> I found it. It's back. It was back in January. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I think it was. Yeah. I remember thinking it was like a Christmas present to myself when I bought the computer so yeah it was yeah it was december back in january, january i bought it that's amazing in fact i want to say it was november i ordered it and then it was on back order for like a month because you know that's how technology is nowadays supply chains yeah yeah but anyway and then i guess the only other chat thing i had is what i've already mentioned that i didn't have to buy a new mixer <laughs> after spilling beer on the damn thing <laughs> It's good. It's good because that mixer was not cheap. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Now there is a new version of it out, so you know it wouldn't have been the you end don't of the need world. A new, but... You don't need a new version of the mixer. <laughs> it's fine. It works. It does. It does. Well, look. If I really, really wanted a new one that badly, I would have just been like, "Oh, it's fried. Buy a new one." <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I had to I had to disassemble the whole thing. I even put pictures of it on Twitter. I think I scared some guy at uh, at Road Support because I put it on Twitter. Like, hey, so Road, hypothetically speaking, how beer resistant is the Roadcaster Pro? <laughs> <laughs> and he responded, all, well, whoever it is that manages their social media thing goes, well, you know, uh, it's really it's not it's not water resistant. But if this isn't actually a hypothetical question, here's our support line. <laughs> and then I right. responded with a picture of me holding one of the circuit boards from inside of the mixer, like it's okay, I got this. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, <laughs> uh, brother." <laughs> so you know, avoiding warranties all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, but it was going to be shot anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think the the warranty wouldn't cover idiot no. spilling beer I'm, on I'm it. I'm pretty sure so. the warranty would not cover, oops, I spilled my beer on my mixer. <laughs> mm. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't that hard to take apart, which was impressive. And it wasn't that hard to clean and put back together either, which is also impressive. Like, usually hardware today is a lot harder to take apart. You ever try to take apart an iPad? Don't. No. <laughs> Don't do it. The The Roadcaster Pro was actually surprisingly repairable, and I was happy about that. And theoretically, if I could find parts for it, which I did try looking for, because the piece that wasn't working was the sliders for the volume controls, I was like, oh, if I can just replace mm -hmm. this part, this is the only piece that's really damaged, right? So um, if I could get Road to send me a new slider, a new uh, volume control thing, then maybe, but they didn't seem... Maybe. They didn't seem forthcoming with here's where to order those sort of things. But uh, maybe I, I could have. I don't know. Anyway, what do you got going on? Oh, let me look at the notes again. So in the broken record department, the Steam Deck continues to just impress me. Yeah. Um, I know some people have griped about compatibility, but honestly, I have yet to run into a game that I want to play on it that it can't play. Um, my biggest complaint is some games, the text might be a little small, but like the stuff I've played still runs. I, the, so those of you who've listened to Nate and I talk, we, you know, that we're both fans of the, the video game, No Man's Sky, and they now have these, these things called expeditions, which are time limited, special, um, playthroughs. And the most recent one for my Steam version of the game, I did like 99% on Steam Deck and a little bit on PC VCR or PC VR. Yeah. There was no VCR harmed in the process. <laughs> so, and and so, so the deck runs No Man's Sky native very, very well. And in fact, what's neat about it is 
when unless you're playing a true multiplayer game, in other words, a game where you you absolutely need a multiplayer connection for to work, mm-hmm. the deck adds the ability to suspend and resume very, very fast. So No Man's Sky sometimes has a bit of a ramp up period when you fire it up. Yeah. Now you if if I'm somewhere, you know, I'll make sure I, I save because I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Jump out of the ship or hit my save point on my freighter and then hit the suspend button. I, I hit I resume it. It it thinks for a second, reconnects to, to my Wi-Fi. And meanwhile, if there's been anything going on in the background, like like frigates on missions, it, it figures out, oh, X amount of time in the real world has passed. OK, the frigates are back. Nice. Like it's it's it has yet to misbehave at all with me on that. Pretty cool. And so so that ability where any game you're playing, you can legit get 10 or 15 minutes in, then just suspend it and then go back to it when you're ready. Another 10 or 15 minutes. Like you don't realize how much time you spend when you're a gamer loading yeah. a game from 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 the desktop. Yeah. And then loading the save file and then quitting. Like I used to that that. I used to that joke, functionality is amazing. I used to joke that uh, I was going to write a book, things I did while I was waiting as a sysadmin. <laughs> because, you know, all, right. all the times, like you're waiting for the OS to install, or you're waiting for an ISO to download, or you're waiting for right. this. You're, you, you don't really want to walk out of the data center and back to your desk, so you're actually just standing there watching a progress bar, right? <laughs> so fu- funny story, Red Hat Satellite, which is a product that's near and dear to both you and I, uh, Rit, our friend Rich, who has been a satellite person in the BU for years, yeah. um, he tells a funny story of one version of satellite. They, they The performance was, was improved so much that one of the customers he had been working with calls him up. And Rich is like, oh, man, when this guy calls, like, it's because something's <laughs> broken. He's like, Richard, I have a complaint. He's He was German. And Rich is like, oh, what's going on now? Satellite, the content views promote too fast right now. I do not have time to go get my coffee. <laughs> That's perfect. Yes, early satellite was horribly slow. Horribly slow. Yeah. And half the time, the count, the content view would promote broken. <laughs> yeah, so we fixed that. Yeah, so, right. It's much better now. Much better now. So uh, but back, back to the Steam Deck. I know you don't you don't really want to talk about the Steam Deck anymore, but uh, did I tell you about the next-gen VR uh, that Valve is working on? I have not been told about that. Okay, so um, I heard somewhere, and then I verified it, so this is not just a rumor, that the Steam Deck was deemed a stepping stone to their next v- release of the Valve Index which, of course, I've been thinking about buying a Valve Index just for the better display quality and whatnot. But oh, yeah. What, what is a Valve Index and a Steam Deck all-in-one? It is a wireless, a st- self-contained, Steam-compatible VR headset. With it's a, it's a Quest that doesn't suck. It's a Quest that doesn't suck. So they're calling it the Deckard, I think, or the Valve Index 2. Oh, Stay a while and listen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. And I'm sure that's why they did it that way. But uh but yeah, absolutely. It's it's supposed to be the next release of the index. And I don't know when it'll be. Some people were saying it could be as soon as this year, like September, which is coming up right around the corner. Uh so I mean, you know, imagine how how releases of these sort go. Maybe they'll try to do it before Christmas. I don't know. I don't know if they're that far along. But some of the I, I, some of the leaked info that I've seen looks pretty darn promising. That is slick. Yeah, I'm I'm delighted with my index, as you know. Yeah, and that's, the, that's, the Steam Deck. That's why I've been thinking Steam about Steam Deck has just been amazing. Just, just because there's the the HTC Vive, which you gave me, is awesome. Don't get me wrong, right? Like if it wasn't awesome, I probably Dude, would have upgraded you already. But you don't have to explain what it's, it what it has is there's I don't know if it was like this when it was yours or if something happened to it since I got it, there's some very slight scratches on the lenses. Right. And I could probably Those just lenses seem pretty, I could seem probably just replace the lenses. Right. Which is what I may end up doing, especially if I'm going to wait for the index two now, but I could also get the better uh, video quality of the index. Right. Which is why it had the, me thinking, do I just upgrade to an index? Right. But now I'm not going to, I'm going to wait until 
the index two works out, see what it's going to cost, and then I'll make a decision. So, and, and, and the worst that'll happen is the price of the original index will go down. Right. So right because there's a oh, lot there of people go. that say that the index is still their go-to headset, even though it's like three years old at this point. It's yeah. It 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 delivers. Yeah. And the other thing I played with since our last episode is the I use Chiaka to stream my PS5. Chiaka is an open source client for a PlayStation remote play. Mm-hmm. And so I'm legitimately playing with my PS5 on my Steam Deck. But um, you can ins- you you flip over to desktop mode, you install the beta version of Microsoft Edge. I know, I know, don't hate me. <laughs> and then Xbox Cloud Gaming works. Oh, that's cool. Right, yeah. So you set up as a non-Steam app, and then so you got Xbox Cloud Gaming uh, from from game mode. And it's legit. Like, you, I... I Paid for it for a month, and then I'm like, you know what? Uh, the dollar was okay. Fourteen a month is not okay. Yeah, especially when I'm not. I there. There's so much st- other stuff I'm playing, but I did it like as a tech test, and it works great. Yeah, the Xbox is, Cloud Gaming just is, worked. Is that a game streaming service like Stadia? It is. It is pretty much okay. a game streaming service like Stadia. Cool. Uh. Also, I went back to GTA Online, which used to be a toxic shithole. They've actually made enough changes in the game where you can do activities in a solo or friends-only lobby. Wait, you mean GTA players are aggressive mm. and assholes? No, it's sort I wouldn't of, believe it's it. Sort of, it's the sandbox you've been given. But they, they've, <laughs> they've, they've, they've made, they, there's been enough content in the game and some changes they've made that... Even when you're in an open lobby, it's not your insta-ganked. Like, you used to just get insta-ganked. But now there's enough really cool activities going on in the open world that people are doing that, yeah, if you get too close to another player, there's a good chance he's going to try and kill you. But it's much more pleasant an experience. And then for missions and stuff that I don't want people screwing around with me with, I can just flip to a private session and rock rock star finally said i know that you've had to do these certain missions in public sessions because that's what we said but now we're letting you do like 99 percent of the content in a private session Good. because we get you're you're tired of being uh killed by 13 year olds or l- younger and that was so gta is is basically an online only game is that is that the crux of the problem here so so gta 5 has it first launched as a single player campaign and then that's the engine that released several months later is gta online and the game it's it's almost 10 years old i think it dropped in 2013 Hmm. and it's it's huge and on the the native playstation 5 client is beautiful they released that this year it's gorgeous um and it's fun it's a legit fun time. It's a hyper-violent world. It is not... I'm probably not old enough to play it, but it it it's really... It's a fun experience. Uh, Mark and I are playing it. Mark yeah. Niddle has also picked it up. The I'm trying one. to get a third person so that because if you get three people in a private lobby, certain events start to spawn. Hmm. So I'm trying to suck Brandon into it because you don't you won't buy a PS5 yet. No. Um, yeah, and that's fine. And then I added this... So I had an iPhone 11, which used to be red. I brought it on the canoe trip. It got moist. Folks, like, stop me when you've heard this story before. <laughs> it didn't even it didn't even go underwater. <laughs> the canoe capsized. It was double bagged. The bag it was in got a little bit moist and it started acting like a jerk. So I, I ended up having to replace it. So new Weird. new iPhone 11. That, I, because I, I didn't, not, I didn't want to give up. I didn't want to give up my baby Yoda phone case, yeah. which fits the iPhone eleven. So you bought another iPhone eleven, okay? I warranty replaced it. And I also, the dedu- I also have an eleven, so it's kind of funny. That yeah, the same. I was go to eleven. Yes, and yes, when I went to Maine, that's when I lost my iPhone six to the river. Now the iPhone six was not waterproof at all, yeah. And the waterproof box I had it in, 
I didn't realize the rubber gasket wasn't in there. So instead of a waterproof box, it was merely a box. It was a waterproof bucket is what it was. It was not waterproof in the least. You're right. You're right. It was not a waterproof anything. It was a bucket. It was merely a, yeah, it was merely a plastic box that closed. But to Apple's credit, I know I'm a nerd, but I like my phone to be an appliance. To Apple's credit, setting the new phone up, from from iCloud, this is the same desktop from oh, yeah. several phones ago. Yeah, they have that nailed. They have it nailed. You move to a new iPhone, and it's just like turn on the new one. Done. Because I went from a, <laughs> I went from a, I went from a six to a ten. Then I gave my daughter my ten when her old phone died, and went to the eleven. And this is the second eleven. I don't need anything higher than eleven right now. I'm I'm happy with it. All your iPhones go to eleven. They go to 11. Yes, they, they're all spinal tapish. <laughs> yeah, I got the 11 because um, as a surprise, I got so my wife had an 11 and I got I bought, mm-hmm. I bought her the 13 when it came out just because I felt like it. What a nice guy. And um, I had an Android at the time and I thought, you know, maybe it's another time to it's it's time to try the iPhone again. So I, I switched to the iPhone then. That's God, it might be a year. What I, when did the 13 come out? Has it been a year? Might I don't know. I don't I don't track that I'm not a teenage girl. When I when I came to Red Hat, I went from a crappy little Microsoft phone to an Android because I'm like, oh, I work for Red Hat. I should buy the phone that runs basically on the Linux kernel. And I yeah. used that for a while. But then AT&T, our provider, what I noticed is that every other member of my family had an iPhone and had AT&T and Wi-Fi calling worked. My stupid friggin' Android was not very functional yeah i'm like why am i fighting this the, the so the real problem went, with android is that it's so fractured right if you don't right. if you don't buy a google android device you end up with i don't even know how to describe it it's just it's open it's, it's an open source platform it's not a bug it's a feature yeah they're just not well done right and some are not some are very well done but a lot of them are crapshoot most of them are and even like the flagship android I'm samsung trying devices trying to give them some credit i've i i tried them and they're they're just crap i think they're crap uh the the only good android experience that i ended up with were google pixel devices and that's what i had when i switched and the reason i switched wasn't because it wasn't working well because they did work very well it was that I got tired of feeling like everything I did was tracked and monitored and sold to Google, right? And that's mainly why I wanted to switch to iPhone. I still prefer the Android experience, but I don't prefer all the spying and all the crap that you get if you're not on a Google device. So, you yeah. know, that's kind of the way it is. All right. Anyway. So that's my chat. Yeah. It. Quarter after nine. Maybe it's time for the news. Maybe it's time for the news. Let's let's uh, let's do the button. Now, truth be told, I wanted to get to the news because this is the point where we make fun of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, and this is a really creepy picture. Really creepy. So if Mark Zuckerberg wasn't creepy enough, this picture makes him creepier. So Zucker, the Zuck, as many people know, his latest obsession is the metaverse, which we've talked about on the show before, right? A few times. And and there's this hilarious article from PC Gamer, and the title just sums it all <laughs> up. Mark Zuckerberg spent $10 billion on the metaverse, and whole, all he got was the stupid selfie. The subtitle being Facebook's metaverse continues to look like a worse version of Second Life. And then there's this, <laughs> if if you have access to the show notes, you really should go to the article because it's got this goofy ass, oh this self, you know, selfie taken in the metaverse of Zuckerberg standing in front of, I guess it's Notre Dame and a. Yeah, that's what Did I was you, and that's, the Eiffel Tower. That's the, and, that's and the Notre like, Dame Cathedral and the Eiffel Tower. And. It is Hills like, made of buttocks and lo- and trees made of lollipops. God, it's it's like the worst low poly render I've ever seen of anything. This is like if you were to get a CG rendering of something in 1995, this is what you'd have. It's ugly. Right. It's just ugly. <laughs> you know, 
And there's tweets showing Second Life from 2007 and the Metaverse from 2020. Yeah. And Second Life actually looks significantly better. It does. I, I played a small amount of Second Life, and it was actually a really fun platform. I don't. I think it's even still around it was if a, you really wanted to. But yeah, Until the furries took it over, it was pretty cool, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean... All the love to my furry friends. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know... I wonder if they have legs yet, because all all the all the initial uh, stuff they didn't have any legs. I have yet to see a screenshot from the metaverse where the avatars have legs. Yeah, they it, it stops right before your genitals would be. Yeah, and then below your disembodied torso is this white circle which shows where you're standing on the ground. Right, right, because they can't figure out legs. Now, and I I don't want to delve into metaverse alternatives, but. There are so many things out there that are already doing what uh, Facebook Worlds appears to be trying to recreate. Horizons, I think it's called. And they're doing it better. Horizon Worlds. Horizon Worlds. Um, Now, the other thing to consider, and this just popped into my head, is that currently Horizon Worlds or Meta whatever is Oculus only. And the Oculus devices, as you were pointing out earlier to somebody on our Discord channel, uh, is it's like a lower end VR head VR experience because it's it's self contained, right? And it doesn't have the the processing power that PC VR does, right? So maybe that's why it looks like this. Maybe they're keeping the polygons low in order to make them make it render better and smoother on the on the Oculus. Maybe it's a better experience if you're not on Oculus. Maybe it'll never be on outside of Oculus. I don't know, but. Anyway, Quest, I should say, not Oculus. They don't call it Oculus anymore now. It's Meta. Meta Quest. But anyway, yeah. These scre- these screenshots, people seem to have legs. I wonder if they added them in. Maybe they've added legs. Or are they bullshit screenshots? Maybe you can have legs in uh, in, in the, the Meta Horizon, whatever we'll call it now. But yes, re- if you read this article, it's so funny the way he words stuff. I don't want to start this post by personally attacking Mark Zuckerberg's eyes, which have which have in years past been described as two weird little black marbles and vacant black shark eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Who wouldn't look utterly bereft of soul after trying to explain the Internet to the United States Senate? (laughs) He's not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, so, it, it is a very funny selfie. Terrible. Yeah. And and I think and and I think what it really I think what's happening is that the metaverse, we were all scared of Facebook taking it over. But I'm not so it scared seems like there's <laughs> No, it it seems that and there's other articles that are more serious about a lot of a lot of discord not in the good type. And confusion at Meta, which is the company formerly known as Facebook. Yeah. And and because and apparently the Metaverse is the only thing Zuck wants to talk about. And a lot of people there are like, what are we doing? You know, as a company. With, the so. Metaverse, man. We're doing the Metaverse. Okay, but how? Yeah, so the, the Metaverse. The, yeah. the VRs so. and, the, and the stuff and, the, and the, the coins. And avatars with no legs because, yeah. yeah. Mark, should they have the legs? Screen? No, Metaverse! <laughs> the, the, what, the, the one picture is obviously not a screen grab, and the screen grab from the... from the You can apparently visit the Nope Ranch in, in Horizon. The, the nope lady ranch. riding the motorcycle has no legs. Oh, yeah, okay. there's this movie Nope that just came out. So they apparently... Yeah, the, the whole... One of the concepts of Horizons is that you can own virtual real estate. Yeah. Well, that's, which you pay that's, real money for. In in my mind, that is the thing that differentiates a video game from a metaverse. Uh, ownership, right? The the ability to purchase uh, real estate or items for real money right. to have real ownership, right? So like Roblox... Artificial scarcity. Roblox it's garbage. will let you pay real money to buy items, but you don't... You don't have like any digital rights to those items, Right. Whereas NFTs supposedly grant digital rights to items. And I think that's the big difference, or at least the big difference they're trying to sell us between a yeah. metaverse and just a video game. Which the argue about is whether that... that's legit or not. Like, that's a whole other yeah. conversation. But that's, that's, I think, the difference. 
So Mark Zuckerberg, dead shark eyes, metaverse, not really catching on. Yeah. Good. Now we have a blast from the past. Yeah. Janet Jackson can crash hard drives. Yeah. Back in the Windows XP days, um, there were certain laptops that if you played Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation music video, um, it could actually cause laptops to crash because the song contained a natural resonant frequency for that specific model of uh, 5,400 RPM laptop hard drives that certain manufacturers used. So the manufacturer actually worked, they worked around this. They added a custom filter in the auto pipeline that detected and removed that, those offending frequencies during during playback. So Janet Jackson's music is so offensive that it crashes your hard drive? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, I guess that's an uncharitable <laughs> interpretation of that. <laughs> I mean, Rhythm Nation's not the worst music that came out of that era, honestly. I, I We're all I, part of the Rhythm Nation. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I can play <laughs> the song, a, even, after you, even after that awesome rendition mm. of it. Including the hiccups. Yeah. I was I was never a Janet Jackson fan. Surprise. <laughs> mm, mm, not really your jam. But, I wasn't you know, either. Generally, I was aware enough. Generally popular Janet Jackson songs you couldn't avoid in the 90s, so you would have heard them anyway. Uh, I'm not placing this one, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, play some Janet Jackson, crash a hard drive. I wonder if you could still do it. That'd be great. Like that's that's the next uh, the next attack for information security professionals. Yeah. The so, but apparent, apparently, uh, Janet Jackson is so powerful that from the nineties, early early do that whatever, her music has reached out and made the crypto market take a crap. Oh, or that well, could just be because. Crypto's a scam. I mean, I if <laughs> if Janet Jackson wants to take down the crypto market, that I'll listen to her music for that. <laughs> because yeah, shared an article about crypt, crypto.com has laid off 260 employees and then after oh god, stop hiccuping. After admitting to that, they've quietly let go, you know, several hundred more. So they announced in June we're laying off 260, about 5% of the workforce. Do the widespread downturn in the crypto market. Oh, who would ever be surprised about that? Wow. Because crypto is essentially Mary Kay for bros. It's it's a scam. It's a it's in most cases it's a Ponzi scheme. Is that in the article? No, that's my opinion. It should be, right? <laughs> Speaking of but article, apparently this is, this is from The Verge, by the way. I like yeah. to, I like to at least since, try to mention that. <laughs> yeah. Since then they've laid off hundreds more. Looks like a ba- maybe an additional 1,300 staff. Oh, so... <laughs> well, then why is the title that they laid off 260 employees? Well, that's what they announced in June. Oh, and then okay. they haven't officially announced... They haven't officially announced the the additional layoffs. It, it's all... But there's been some leaks and some internal stuff. They've apparently removed... Internally, the company directory has been removed... So employees can't tell if their buddies still work there. It, it sounds like a shit show. It does. It Just does. like crypto. <laughs> I mean, this was so bound it, to crash, right? If, if any of you, speaking of, you know, working in IT, companies not to work for. Would not, I would never work for Facebook. I get people who do. That's fine. Would never work for... I probably wouldn't work for a company... I don't know why I'm saying probably. I, I wouldn't work for a company that dealt in porn, right? Because yeah. I probably wouldn't work for like an online gambling company. Um, I struggle. I, I'm i not a gambling addict, but I, I, I intentionally don't gamble in real life because I have a hard time stopping. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, helping people ruin their lives who have no self-control. I don't want to be part of part of that and i yeah. would never work in crypto yeah and crypto crypto has a stink of legitimacy to it that enough people take it seriously it does when it is in fact well it, it it's fundamentally a scam any, anything that you see traded the way crypto is 
like it lends legitimacy to it. But if you really dig deep enough, you're like, what am I really trading here? Like, what's it backed it, it, by? It's backed by GPUs. <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's backed and, by magic yeah. dust. Well, if you look at NFTs, for instance, which are minted and stuff like that, yeah. the only people who make monies on NFTs are the people who mint them and initially sell them. Because NFTs, for the most part, just consistently lose value yeah. over time. Well, I mean, it's... It's classic Ponzi scheme or multi-level marketing situation. It's, it's like... If you're not the first in, the, you lose. The human brain, right? I've spent money on a thing, right? I now have the thing. Whether that thing is the deed to a house or a house, right? Or whether that thing is, you know, this beer glass that I drank my beer out of, right? It's like there's a physical thing. I can touch it. I can look at it. It can age over time, right? Like, say this is a fancy beer glass. In a hundred years, this fancy beer glass, just imagine it's fancy, might be worth more than I paid for it because of inflation, for one, and because it's fancy and it's, like, handcrafted or whatever, right? A An NFT isn't any of that. It's, it's digital, and there's nothing that even guarantees it's still going to exist, right? No, what, what you what purchased is a... It's an item in the blockchain that says you own that thing. Well, what if the thing doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, because it's literally the hyperlink to the server that, conta yeah. that contains the image. Yeah, the whole thing is mind-boggling. I have a friend who's like jumping in with both feet. Crypto, NFTs, this is the way of the future. I'm like, dude, be careful. Because he does he's not a tech person. I'm like, this is well, not. This is not what you want to get involved in because you don't even understand what's behind it. Yeah, my idiot cousin did the same thing about a year or so ago, and he's still not rich. Yeah, right? So, Surprise. yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I don't know that anybody on that listening to this show is going to be swayed by <laughs> how we talk about crypto or NFTs, because they probably already know. But Hopefully our viewers are smarter than that. <laughs> All right, what do we got now? Alcohol in Japan from CNN? Yeah. What's going on with that? Isn't this yours? Yeah, but I'm trying to make it inter interactive. Yeah, but so I only glossed over this, man. You put all these things in here because I asked you to put in news because right. I hadn't done so. <laughs> so so the, the tagline is, the Japanese government has been hitting the... Jeez, the hiccups are killing me. <laughs> it's been hitting, has the, been hitting the hiccups. <laughs> apparently, I, apparently, Japan would love me. Uh, they've been hit in the pocket by an unusual problem. It's young people aren't drinking enough. Yeah. So, I mean, I lied. I did I did gloss over this at least enough to get kind of the gist of what's going on. It sounds like so many bars and whatnot were hit by COVID that they, I guess they're not reopened yet, or they reopened and people aren't visiting them? Right. What it comes down to is that the government's not getting the tax revenue yeah. that they expect from... And and this is funny, because this kind of parallel... This kind of... Jesus. This kind of parallels a struggle that we're seeing in the United States mm -hmm. where a lot of the, a lot of the obsession with returning to offices really has nothing to do with people can't work remotely or people want to be in the same offices of their coworkers so yeah. they can collaborate. It's because other people have invested in commercial real estate and they want to make their they want to make their money, and then there's the businesses that sell you your sad lunch salad and other things, and the tax revenue from employees yeah. <laughs> coming into the city and spending their money, and that's dried up. So, so this is where the worker is a resource that is to be milked. Yeah, and 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 so you got a similar thing going on in Japan, where hey, they want their tax revenue, so the government is now launching a contest. <laughs> To find new ways to encourage young people to drink more. <laughs> That's funny. You know, but I have to say, reading this article, um, I socially drink less than I used to. Right? And I wonder, yeah. I wonder if there's other Americans that, have, that do the same thing. Because... Maybe. And I don't... I, for me, it's, it's hard to tell if it's because of COVID... Or if it's because I'm remote, right? Because I switched jobs only a few months before COVID hit. So I was yeah. a, I was a, a, a in-person worker and I had coworkers and we worked in an area that had lots of restaurants that sold alcohol. 
and we would frequently go out for lunch and have, you know, some fancy food and a beer, right? As it was acceptable yep. in, in that particular workplace. Now I I drink considerably less than I used to because you know I'll buy a six pack of beer and it'll last me a month or two. I probably drink more on this show than I do in any other aspect of my life. <laughs> this is my this is where I do most of my drinking nowadays. I yeah. I have my whiskey on the show and maybe I like occasionally I'll drink something on game night. Yeah, but not as often not as often as I used to. And I will say. Before the pandemic, from 2015 till 2020 at Red Hat, a couple of us would joke, this is the drinkiest company we've ever worked for. Yeah. Like, traveling or whatever. I mean, I spent the last summit I went to, probably half of it I, I had a buzz on. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think de- definitely the the definitely your your drinking patterns will be influenced by you know, what you're doing at day to day. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And uh, like to, to be honest, um, as we return, this will be the app. This will be the episode where uncle Mark just hiccups all through part B. (laughs) (laughs) Um, as we return to travel, I don't know if the, if the consumption is going to go back up again or not, but, uh, it may, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think it'll go back up relative to how much travel we get to do. Yeah. What'll happen in Japan? I don't know. Yeah, apparently the Japanese people need to drink more or the government's going to collapse. All right, so our next article comes from Gizmodo, and this is the one I've been waiting to talk about because uh, Rage Against the Machine did not tell us what machine they were raging against, but I'm pretty sure it was a printer. Mm, That's very funny. There's the joke. Ha ha, ha 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 ha, ha ha. That is a good joke. And I always, I always think of the scene from Office Space where they're yes. beating the ever-loving crap out of the printer. Who doesn't? <laughs> Humorless putzes. Yeah, who doesn't think of that scene? Unless they've never seen Office Space, which if they haven't, they should. They should go see it. It's a great movie. Although remember, it's supposed to be a warning, not a how-to. Yeah, not a how-to. right, right. All right, so this article, uh, some Epson printers are programmed to stop working after a certain amount of use. Users are receiving error messages that their fully functional printers are suddenly in need of repairs. Now, as with most articles, that title is a little misleading, but it does bring up a very good, like, interesting point here about uh, the direction that this particular market has gone. The, the printer market, that is. So if you read further down in the article, and I mean like further down, it's probably halfway through the article, they finally talk about what it is that the printer is trying to get you to quote-unquote repair, that it's in need of repairs, because the article does a good job of trying to make you believe that this is a planned obsolescence thing, that the printer is now in need of replacement. That's not true. Apparently there's these little ink trays, like inks absorption sponge trays that are inside the printer. Mm-hmm. I think they're for like, you know, when the printer head parks and that thing comes up, right? I think that's what these are. Um, it protects the print head and any ink that leaks out goes in these little sponges instead of onto your like desk <laughs> or into the printer, right? Uh, they apparently get saturated with ink. And when they get saturated with ink, that's like after a certain number of prints or after a certain age is when this generally happens. So this is like a timed thing that says, hey, it's time to replace these things. But it doesn't say that. It just says it's the, it's in need of repair. And of course, what they expect you to do is to go and take it back to Epson and have them replace these things. And then there's a reset tool that resets this counter. Um, however, what the article, it mentions, but kind of glosses over You can replace them yourself. Mm -hmm. The problem is that then, of course, you have to reset the counter. Epson provides a tool, Windows only, but it's a tool that will reset the counter, right? So Uh this isn't like your printer's bricked, although that's what the article, I think, wants us to believe. However, it does bring up this interesting point of the the ability to repair things on your own, um, the vagueness of the error right? Because it doesn't say change the spongy tray things. It doesn't send you to an article about how to replace them. It just says, hey, your printer's busted, right? Which of course would lead you to take it to a repair shop or something or buy a new printer, right? Which I think 
maybe is what the article is trying to get across. But uh, anyway, I thought it was interesting um, just from a perspective of printers. The world of printers is becoming even more aggravating. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Any thoughts there, Mark? So I'm, I'm looking at Epson's webpage. The maintenance reset utility can be used once, once. But their claim is that most people should never even see this alert under normal use. Yeah. I'll tell you, I got out of the inkjet game years ago because you buy the inkjet printer and the price the price is great. Yeah. And then you get screwed on the cost of the ink. Yep. I'm like, I could buy a I could buy a a laser that's fa that's faster and cheaper to run over time. Yep. So I've used laser printers for years now. Yeah, black got, and white. I don't need a, color. We got an inkjet printer for free, like literally free. It was sent to us by no, you didn't. by the kids' school. Uh, but you're it's right. It's not free. The ink is the expensive piece. I'd probably spend fifty bucks on ink when it's time to get new ink, which is probably the price of the printer if I were if I were to have bought it. Yeah. You say the printer, so the printer was not free. The printer is now an obligation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, the physical printer that itself will, was that free. Will, that the maintenance and upkeep on the printer is absolutely not free. <laughs> yeah. And kids have a propensity to print out the stupidest oh. things, even when they're not supposed to, yes. burning through that ink. Yes. Totally. I totally agree with that. That's for sure. My son Josh was horrible about that when he was younger. It was almost a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got new ink for the inkjet. And then 24 hours later, what the hell? Why? You printed out a bunch of stuff. Why right? is it empty? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Happened more than once. Yeah, no, no. My daughter's the same way. She'll be sitting there in school. It's like, they told me to print this. Yeah, they told you to print a copy. <laughs> Not a novel. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... If I'm honest, though, Nate... If I didn't need a printer, mm -hmm. and, and or if I thought I could get away without owning a printer, I wouldn't own one. I barely use it, to be honest. Um, I print. My wife uses it more than I do. I print but from, if I, from time to time, but most of the time, I, it's it's one of those that has a built-in scanner. I use the scanner feature more than anything. Ours has. Yeah, I have the. I I had an HP. I forgot the model was. I had it for years, and it was it was becoming less and less reliable. So I picked up this Pantom laser off of Amazon, and it works. It works decent, but uh, we're still. Done. I'll help you when I'm done, okay? I, on general principle, if I could, if I could lose the printer, I would. Yeah, yeah. No, like, like I said, I, I barely use ours. Um, my daughter needs it for school because they have to print stuff and then do, you know, school stuff yeah. on it, right? So there's, there's only so much you can if, do digitally, right? Yeah, and I know if I got rid of it. The very next week, Sharon would need something desperately printed for some. No, the very tax next week, you would need or... something printed. Is what it would come down to. You'd be like, "Damn it! Why did mm. I get rid of the printer?" <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It would actually be easier if I needed it printed because I wouldn't give myself a hard time. Yeah, yeah. The well, that I guess that's that's one one drawback to being remote is that um, for a long time I had an inkjet printer, but it was it, like eternally out of ink. Because I printed so little that the ink would literally dry up inside of it, and I couldn't print anything anyway. So when I needed to print something, I would print it at work because it was so infrequent that no one cared, right? Now I don't. Yeah. Now I can't do that. I have to maintain a printer. <laughs> I might have print. I might have printed some role playing stuff and, and other things like that at yeah. Merck every so often. Yep. Yep. All right. So that I think wraps up the news and the show for tonight. Yay. Any final thoughts on, on inkjet printers or uh, anything like that? No, I'm tired of talking about printers. Yeah, me too. I'd rather talk about Bruno. <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed no, to do that, though. No, no, no. All right, folks, we're going to try to get the show back onto the usual schedule, although we're, we already ruined that because last week I was sick with COVID. We should have had a show last Thursday. So uh, we should have a show again next Thursday because we want to try to get back to two per month, right? And uh, we missed a show, so we're going to have one next week. I'll uh, try not to be a couple. We're actually going to try to do the show that was uh, unceremoniously canceled when I spilled the beer on the mixer. So we're going to talk about AI with uh, Jason's son, Corbin. I hope I didn't just dox nice. Corbin now. Does, does he go by Corbin or does he go by some weird 
Ravonica. I don't I think don't, it. I don't know. If you if he's docs based on your little mention at the end of this episode, <laughs> then he's got issues. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Anyway, well, no, for a long time, Jason did a very, uh, he was very um, uh, adamant about not mentioning his kids' names on, on online or anywhere. So I hope I didn't just ruin that. Sorry. Yeah. Hopefully Jason doesn't listen to this. Yeah, right. he won't. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so we're going to get back to our usual routine. So if you want to listen in on that usual routine, the second and fourth Thursday of every month, uh, in, unless we get COVID and have to move it, uh, you could find us on the YouTubes and the Twitches. Just look for the Iron Testament podcast. If you want to join our community, there's a link either on the website or in the show notes for this episode for the Discord, Discord. link. Uh, you can come chat with us. You can talk about video gaming. You can even join us on voice chat when we're playing No Man's Sky if you want to. It's just such a fun game. Now I'm going to go down the rabbit hole of No Man's Sky. I'm going to try not to do that. Uh, right. Hop, you can find us hop, on the social hop, medias. Hop. Oh, you're hopping like a rabbit. You can find us on the social yep. medias, both Twitter and the face. Uh, just look for the Iron System and podcast. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you would normally find podcasts. We hope you do so and let us know what you think of the show, because we didn't have any reviews again. I didn't even make a big deal out of it, because I figured no one's been listening for the past two months, so why would there be any reviews? But mm. we, we love reviews. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Later, nerds. You have any last hiccups? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I guess... So now I'm struggling because Sharon and I got up at the butt crack of dawn, like before dawn, 530, yeah. to make dining reservations for Disney. And now I'm like, do I want to try and watch She-Hulk before I go to bed? You should go to bed, man. You got to be tired. Almost, I am tired. It's almost I'm 10. I have a show to edit, so I'll wa- I can't go to bed yet, but you can go to bed. I'll watch She-Hulk tomorrow. All right. All right. Later, everybody. Have a good one. We'll see you in a week. Bye. Peace.